I think, I think it's I think it's part of the charm, Mug. Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, the Mug, your co-host, the Pope, the Mother is with us as well, and Statsman opt in also. Of course, we take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2023 season. And it's a big welcome back to the man talking through the intro to the Pope. Thanks for having me, Mug. Just a question for you, Mug. Have you ever been asked to lie on behalf of a friend to get them off a bit of punishment? Oh, um, oh, geez, I'm sure I have. Uh, nothing's coming to mind, Pope. I'm sure I have, and I'm sure I'm sure I've answered the call. <laughs> what, what's happened, Pope? On, on, a, on a separate note, Reese Walsh has had a big, big week. Mug sent off in Origin and a few a few issues Sunday afternoon. At Suncorp Stadium against the Titans, but uh, the two are obviously unrelated. We'll come back to that, Pope, and uh, we'll have a little bit of chat about that. But it's a welcome back to the program to the Modler. Guys, good to be here. We've obviously got the uh, test match uh, starting tomorrow night, which Statsman is not even keen to talk to, but uh, good to see we've brought out the uh, four prong pace attack for tonight's episode as well. Yeah, absolutely, Modler. We've got everyone in the house again, and uh, we will be talking a little bit of cricket, but of course, our NRL and AFL. And boys, we've got a full deck. So it's been, what, four weeks, is it? It feels like uh, an age we've been having interrupted weekends of our beloved NRL and AFL. So uh, nice to have a full suite uh, to actually select from and talk to uh, this evening. But of course, it's a big welcome back to the Stats Man. Thanks, Mug. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick off with a bit of a whinge. If you're gonna send in your bad beat, point out, and you got an 18 leg multi, point out which leg was the losing leg. Um, for for those at home, Mugs just had me trawl through the the app looking for the for the losing leg on a bad beat. So um, I hope we get value out of that segment this week. Zav is one of our longest, uh, most loyal listeners that we have there, Stats Man, and you've just uh, roasted him uh, straight off the back. He's a good man, Zav, and he um, he had a big uh, SGM, and uh, one of those tricky ones where he's put an SGM into an SGM, and uh, yeah, we couldn't obviously pick out which the failing leg was, but we worked it out, Stats Man. It was Ben King, and uh, we might as well just talk through it right now because it was a $385.31 job, and uh, he got done by one leg. So uh, poor fella. Saying that, he only had two bucks on it, uh, so he wasn't really uh, having a big go. But, uh, but uh, Zav, yeah, bad luck, mate. Sorry to, uh, sorry to hear that, and thank you for sharing, my man. Stats Man, what did you see over the weekend? Pretty good footy. Uh, the Port Port Geelong game um, was was Port Geelong on the weekend. Uh, we had Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne, oh, Melbourne, Melbourne Geelong. Sorry, yeah, 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 Mel- yeah. Mel- Mel- Melbourne Geelong was a cracking game. Um, yeah, it was sort of find out if Geelong are, are cooked or not, um, and the answer was not. But now they lose their best player or one of their best players for for probably a few weeks. I don't know if we we've heard much about that, but um, yeah, pivotal week for the Cats and for the D's backing up off a big win. Uh, and of course, uh, Sydney and West Coast, you know, probably the less said the better on that game. But um, yeah, that would be my summary. Yeah, they maybe missed a trick there to the D's because uh, that creates a bit of separation now on uh, and perhaps the top two. So, um, you know, might be uh, 
We'll talk to that in some futures, perhaps. Um, but uh, Pope, you alluded to it straight off the bat. There's a bit of uh, a bit of controversy uh, in the Sunday game uh, with involving Reese Walsh. Um, from what I saw, he was either calling an umpire a bad name or a teammate a bad name. To be honest, I didn't really see what all the you know the hoopla was about. But shed some light on it for us, Pope. Yeah, well, the, the bad name is probably the one word that um, gets a lot of people sort of turned uh, turned away with that sort of language, Mark. So it was probably at the extreme end of the scale. But um, it looked pretty obvious to me where it was directed, but uh, he's claiming it wasn't directed where it looked to be. So that's currently going on in the judiciary. And he's got teammates and opposition alike testifying that it wasn't in the direction of the person who it looked to be directed at. Yeah, so is that, that's a reportable, I don't know, uh, modless, that's mean, is that a reportable fence in AFL as well? If you call the uh, umpire an F and C, I think that, is that the allegation, Pope, that that's... Uh, it yep. is. It yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. That type of language. Is that report like is that a miss games type of event? Severity, but uh I think I think so, yeah. Okay, all right. Have we ever seen that in the AFL? No, not that I can recall. Yeah, uh, I can't think of it uh either. Modler, I don't know if uh you can No, uh, nothing verbal. Obviously Toby with his uh his, yeah, he's push or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, nothing verbal that I can do. Well, right well one thing I'd say to, to Reese Walsh is if he was if he's trying to claim he's saying it to his teammate, that is the world's fastest reflexes. The, sorry, the opposition player, not his teammate. He gets touched on the on the shoulder or face wherever it is, and his his words are out of his mouth before he's um re, you know registered the contact. So yeah, I, I think there's pretty pretty no dispute that it was towards the the ref. Yeah, okay. And boys, what else over in the NRL on the weekend? Um, any uh, any games of note or uh, game results of significance? Yeah, well, Origin, obviously, since the last episode, Queensland wrapped up that series pretty comfortably, which I think we'll touch on a betting review. Now, there's probably been a bit of a shake to the landscape. Warriors are really on the map as a contender for this year. It's sort of the way that they came into the public consciousness, that they are a real shot. Um, to finish towards the higher end of the table. Um, so they're, they're really on the map. And Cowboys, really impressive winning against Seattle on Sunday. So I think from a betting perspective, their rating has uh, plummeted in terms of, or um, probably the, the better way of putting it is, they're rated a lot higher than what they would have been a few weeks ago. So And they're a real shot at making the eight. I think they are about 15 bucks to make the eight maybe a month ago. Um, that's in the sort of odds against now. So... There's a few movers and shakers in the NRL markets, really even competition um, and pretty enjoyable at the moment. Yeah, excellent. Modler? Thank you. Uh, yeah, just the obvious one for me would be, yeah, Origin last week. Um, I think we had a bit of chat in the group chats, just how toothless New South Wales looked in attack. There's a, I think there's, there's a good uh, uh, Twitter account by the name of Rugby League Eye Test and he does some expected score for Rugby League. Uh, Type metrics and yeah, game one he had New South Wales well on top of something like twenty five to twelve. He had that that game scored out and then he didn't even bother for game two, but he he, he put out the stat that uh, New South Wales had something like forty one tackles in the in Queensland's twenty meter line compared to something like twelve or fifteen for Queensland. So uh, forty one tackles for one try, uh, you know, it doesn't bode well really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, they battled away the New South Welshman and and is, is pretty officially gone yet, boys. Not officially, but you'd. Um, I'm not sure you'd back him at fifty to one to coach next year, Mark. 
and is that an actual market or is no, that... no. <laughs> right? No. Okay. Get more responsible if you do see it. No. <laughs> yeah, very good. All right, boys, let's have a quick look backwards. Uh, betting review, uh, Pope, how did we go? Rough week, rough week, Margin, and I wasn't near it on a lot. So Origin was the first game I was bullish on. New South Wales, and as Freddie said, they played well outside of when they got down Queensland's end, they couldn't score. When Queensland got down there and they couldn't stop them. So seemed like the key to rugby league to me, but Freddie thought outside of that, though, they, they weren't too bad. But um, they were nowhere near it. Queensland outcoached as much as anything, so impressive win by them. Luck didn't turn around on Friday night. I liked the Dragons at plus six and a half, and they got pummeled by the Warriors. Like I was at Amy on Saturday night mug and didn't really get near it. And also like the overs at Broncos Titans and that also didn't get near it with no points scored in the first half now. So um, the only one that I slightly liked was Titans Plus, which got up. But um, yeah, pretty much a blank card from the week and wasn't that close to many. So a little bit of review for me internally this week, mug. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, it sounds like you got your hand up in the air, Pope, which we always do. Always very honest and transparent about our betting here, guys. And uh, and I can assure you, if one of us uh, has a bad week, it's um, it not just uh, costs the listeners, it costs us personally. So uh, we, we are betting what we are talking about. So, you know, I think that's important to understand too. We're not just people here just giving opinions uh, for a bit of fun. Uh, we are betting uh, what we are talking about. So uh, if you if you hear a bad week, understand um, that uh, yeah, it's it's hurt us. Um, so uh, the Pope are hurting a little bit there. Modler, how about you? Yeah, not a great week either. I aligned with uh, the Pope on a, on a few plays. So New South Wales as well, uh, which we've spoken to already, and and likewise the Dragons on um, on the Friday nights. Uh, then across to the Saturday, I like the Knights uh, podcast time. I think it was plus 12 and a half. We mentioned at the time that covered, but with the Penrith players going out, that shortened right up to six and a half, I think, on game day. So depending on which um, which line you took there, it depend on whether you collected or not. Uh, and then the last one in the league I liked, I think I spoke to the Titans as well. I had them just shy of uh, $3, so into the three forty ish uh, Yeah, good win there. And then across to AFL, I uh, didn't have many plays. I mentioned West Coast, but if they got those four players back, I think they only got two of them. I think um, McGovern and Hearn uh, missed, so hopefully you avoided that one. Uh, the Crows I liked, uh, um, another Collingwood comeback, saw the head-to-head get in there, but covered at least. And then uh, your Hawks, uh, no good there on the, the last game. Um, but yeah, so probably a, a losing week all up, but um, a couple of uh, couple of collects at least. Okay, so uh, so not the best uh, for Modler and the Pope. Statsman, how'd you go? Yeah, carried the team, I think, is, is the <laughs> phrase, Mug. Uh, <laughs> uh, three from three. I forgot. I did forget to mention Collingwood in my end of uh, round summary, but hopefully the listeners who, who don't just tune into the last five minutes got the uh, Pies tip early. Uh, Geelong was the other one I liked once Oliver wasn't playing and Frio I was keen on. So um, at seven from seven in the last two weeks, I'll just put a little asterisk out for the for the listeners who are familiar with um mean reversion or or in layman's terms what goes up must come down it's uh it's maybe not the best time to follow me this week so take everything i say with a grain of salt mate you're running hot get on board the stats man that's what i'd be saying <laughs> jump on his coattails uh and for me boys um i was i liked Frio as well stats man uh, so i was uh, i was keen on that i was a bit concerned in the first 
15, 20 minutes of play because I thought Essendon completely dominated. And uh, I don't know, I, I think I put on the group chat, I, I don't know how the life of me that uh, Frio found themselves in front after quarter time. I, I thought Essendon were all over them. Um, but uh, but Frio got up pretty comfortably there. And um, and I was the opposite. I, I thought the Pies might skip away and uh, and get that job done, but, um, but not to be. So one and one for me, but I was probably a little bit keener on Frio than I was on... Uh, on the pies so uh went okay um all right boys uh that's enough oh quick some bad beats boys did we see some bad beats uh nothing in rugby league mug but uh let's go around the greens a little bit if you're on elise perry to score 100 in the women's ashes that's a tough beat stats mean might be able to talk to the price on that but uh unlucky one not get 100 and the main she got out was unlike her so Bit unlucky there. And the second one was if you tuned into the Warnie biopic on Sunday and Monday, you came away with a range of emotions, none of them overly positive. So you're on a bad date if you thought that was going to be quality production. Yeah, very good vote. Uh, Modler? I, I, I turned it off. It wasn't, it did not look good. It was horrendous. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't really spot anything here. We might need to... Um... Give some clean answers, Abs. Bad beat. I think it might take a bit to, to talk through. So I'm happy to handle that one. Uh, I think. I think. Can stats can stats talk through? I think we've given him enough, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all, all you got to uh, do is circle on the bet slip. That's all I'm saying um, going forward. <laughs> but but that's all right. We, we move on. Um, there, there was. A, I'm surprised you didn't mention this modeler. Um, maybe you weren't watching the game, but the Adelaide Collingwood Jordan Dawson got uh, clotheslined in the in the last ten seconds to have set shot mm-hmm. and. Uh, the whistle wasn't blown, which the AFL, very unlike them, have admitted it should have been a free kick. Um, so I think that's your classic bad beat right there. Yeah, the uh, home, the uh, HGA kicking in uh, right there. The crowd, the noise of affirmation. They just didn't want to upset the fans on that one. Um, I, I didn't particularly see any boys, um, so uh, I think we can uh, we can skip uh, straight into it. Um, Pope, uh, do you want to set us free on this week's AFL? Almost certainly do, Mug. And we go to their Gabba on Thursday night. I think we've got Thursday nights for a few more weeks as yet. And the Lions are 19 and a half point favourites against Richmond, a maybe somewhat resurgent Richmond, but I'll leave it to the experts to talk through it. And Mug, I'll start with you as the skipper. Yeah, don't have much here, actually, Pope. I came out at 18 before teams, and I think we are going to see a little bit of movement with teams. Uh, Zorko, uh, question mark, whether he's still going to come in or not. Hopper potentially back in, Pickett potentially back in. So probably if I was betting here, I'd wait a little bit, but um, nothing for me here, Pope. Looking forward to the game, seeing if uh, both of these teams are the real deal. If Brisbane are, I think they should win easy. If Richmond are going to make a surge, they'll be competitive. 7.20 p.m. Thursday night, two mug, right? Your sweet spot. Love it. Uh, Modler, you got anything in this one? No, not quite. I've, I've plugged Zorko in uh, and I've got Richmond at 3.30, so just over the odds there. So no play at the moment, but if um, if Zorko doesn't get named, then I might have a play on Richmond come game day. Mr. 7 for 7, we're all waiting with bated breath on what you're doing tonight. What do you see in this game? Well, I'm thinking I might just stick with the 100% and not tip another <laughs> bet this year. But um, no, this game, I Prestia has been such a big player for Richmond that when he's out, um, yeah, press press is not in, um, and he he's one that like kind of like Sean Darcy for Freo. He, he's maybe over, you know, his impact is bigger than what you'd 
normally sort of um, give. But I think now Hopper coming back, Taranto in the form he's in, and now Cochin's in really good form, even Dusty um, playing more midfield time. Don't know if I have that same view of Prestia. So I've got a slight lean to Brisbane, but yeah, prob- probably no bet there for me. Statsman, I'll stick with you here. It's part of your renegotiated contract that when the line is under five and a half, we go to you first. So SCG Friday night and the Swans are three and a half point outsiders, $2 against the Cats, so $1.78. Uh, I reckon it's the first time since since the first time I sledged you for not giving me those games that I've actually had a few. So thanks for throwing me this one. Uh, Sydney is my lean here. Um, it's basically on the numbers. Jeremy Cameron comes out and he's a, at least five-point player. Um, Danger probably back in. I don't know if that's definite or not, but... Um, whether he's 100% will be another question. And, yeah, Sydney, you know, they're a bit resurgent. Um, yeah, for me with the home ground, I've got it at Pickham, which for me is a slight big enough lean of the Swans to, to have a bet. Yeah. Uh, can you concur there? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, I can, I can concur. Yeah, I've, um, I've got, yeah, Danger and the Sarver back in for the Cats. Um McCartan and, and Buddy are a chance to come in for the Swans. I haven't plugged them in, but all said and done, I've got Sydney uh, $1.75 favourites here. Um, so into that $2 now on Toppy, um, that is a play for me. We love it when you flip the favourite mother. Mug, can you make it three from three here? Yeah, I my my number will come out similar to the boys. Uh, I was two, I was two before teams, so but there is a bit of give and take whether the rat is going to be back in Radagalia and, um, and then danger. And of course, Jeremy goes out. I mean, I think Jeremy going out is bigger than perhaps rat and danger coming back in. Um, so I'd probably drag my number similar to what stats been saying back to the pick. Um, but I don't know if that's something that I can pull the trigger on at this point in time. I think it's pretty close around the mark Sydney for mine. Um, they have got going a little bit on the back uh, last. Who they play the week before um, West Coast? I think they had a win, didn't they? Week before West Coast, narrow it? narrow loss to Brisbane, I think that week. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they so they they had patches in that game where they were a bit better, but I'm not. I'm still not convinced on the Swans yet, Pope, that they've got back to uh, 2022 form. So I'll probably just be out of that one. It can, it can happen sometimes that even though West Coast are witches hats, that, that kind of a win can just kick you in the gear, give you yeah, a bit true. of confidence. Yep. Um, no I, like I would probably agree coming, you know, you don't want to give too many, too much re-rating on the back of something like that, but it might have just let them find their mojo. We know they've got the skills so, and the talent. Yep. They just got to find it. Um, so, yeah, for me, that's probably probably where the lean comes in. Off that bit, bit of sharp analysis, that's me, and I'll stay with you. Crows v Kangas, Adelaide Oval, Sunday afternoon. The line is 40 and a half. Yeah, numerically, I make it about 40, but I am backing Adelaide here. The same reason that I called for when they played um, whoever it was. Who'd they play at home? Oh, it was West Coast, I think, a couple of weeks ago at home uh, with a big line. Um, yeah, they just, at home, beating up on bad teams is what they do. And I think North will crumble. So, yeah, the 40 for me, I can I can get on the minus there. Lovely, strong from you, Statsman. Uh, Mark, can you concur? Yeah, I, my number with LDU back in will sort of come out around about that 36 mark. Um, but I, I get what Statsman is putting down here. I, I In my heart of hearts, I do feel like there's a bit of a smashing on the cards here. North have been up uh, for a bit. 
And, um, you know, although they haven't um, got the chocolates, they've been a lot more competitive. I'm just starting to worry if the warlord and uh, and a couple of his younger mates might be starting to feel the pinch uh, and uh, and really get run over here by Adelaide at home. Crows and crows from Statsman and Mug. Mother, can we round out the trifecta? Uh, not quite. With LDU in, I make North a $6 pop. Um, probably not hugely excited to get involved in that six seventy five, and and that's that's assuming LDU does play as well. So I might just leave this one alone, I think. Steer clear from Mother. A new ball for you here, Mother, on the eve of the test. Um, we're at Marvel Saturday afternoon. Dogs and Dockers. feel like there might be a bit of a narrative here about Dockers when they travel. Uh, dogs are 15 and a half point favourites, $1.41, Dockers $2.80. Yeah, interesting one for me here. When I saw the odds before I ran the model, I thought that price on um, Freo looked big. And running the model, it's it's concurred. I've got Freo at $2.25 here, so uh, quite a decent play into that. Um, is it $2.80 at the moment at Toppy? Um, yeah, $2.80. Yeah, so uh, big edge for me uh, here. Definitely keen to get involved in Freo. Yeah, that's a, that is a healthy edge. That's what that's probably the equivalent of an eight and a half point line there. Uh, Monk, can you concur with the model? Interesting that you say eight and a half line, Pokes. I'm an eight. And, um, you know, I, I've got a pretty strong lean here to Freo as well. I just think the dogs, um, you know, some would say I've been potting the dogs at different times uh, throughout the years, uh, throughout the year, but, um, or maybe throughout the years as well. <laughs> For our doggies listening. <laughs> Uh, but Jones comes out of that team and, um, and look, the doggies defense is pretty brittle. Ask any dog supporter, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll talk to you about how much they hate their new recruit, Tim O'Brien. They'll talk to you how much they hate Alex Keith and, um, and Alec, um, and Jones actually, I've been surprised about how good he's gone. I actually, I, I didn't think he was going to have the impact that he's had. So him coming out of there, Pope, I think's massive. And, um, yeah, I think Frio can uh, cover that 15 and a half. Potentially, it's probably it's pro- probably some head-to-head and some margin here too. Yeah, wow. Big play from Mug. How are you seeing this one, Statsman? Well, no Darcy, no Dockers. Darcy, Dockers. I'm uh, I'm aboard. So, yeah, probably not, not a huge lean, but I, I do get excited when the modeler has a big lean. So that's probably up my confidence. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get involved in Freo for sure. I don't think we've been so confident on one selection for quite a while, fellas. That's uh, definitely one for the listeners to take on board here. Freo in a big way by the sounds of it, or at least a big edge at this point in time. Uh, Mug, I'll start with you here. Gold Coast, second home game on the trot, and they are eight and a half points outsiders against the Pies. Looks skinny to the uneducated eye. Um, tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, I think... I was at 10, Pope. Uh, so I think that number isn't is about right now. I thought the 12 and a half was a bit highish. Um, and I think I'd be justified in thinking that when that number was out on Sunday. So sent that through to the subscribers on the email that I thought that 12 and a half is high. Probably wouldn't come in now, but um, but yeah, um earlier, like the GC number, I think it's about right now. Yep. Makes sense. Uh, Statsman, where are Suns at as you give your analysis here? Are they, uh, how do you rate them against the market, I guess, is a better question? Uh, yeah, same as last week. I said I said before last week that uh, I couldn't be backing either way against Hawthorne because they're just Jekyll and Hyde. And because of that, I do struggle. Like sometimes I'll have an edge and I'll bet it. But in this game, you know, they're at home where they're always a bit stronger. 
Um, but they could easily lose this by 10 goals. Um, so, yeah, no bet for me. Mother, anything for you on the Glitter Strip Saturday afternoon? Uh, Footy-wise, um, I'm liking the Gold Coast a tiny bit. Um, yeah, I liked them a lot more when uh, they were at that 12 and a half that Mug mentioned previously. Um, into the 225, it's probably a half stake for me now. I'd say I've got them rated 210. So. Just a lean to the Suns for a Mother. Um, I'll stick with you here, Mother, and the Bombers take on the Power. Now, pretty intriguing clash on paper at the MCG Saturday night. Power at 10.5 point favourites, still 52, and the Bombers at $2.45. Yeah, no real play for me here at the moment. There was, I, I did, have a, did have a bit of a play earlier in the week. Um, I think the Power price is coming now to that $1.52, so I've got them $1.54 through the model, so um, I'll leave that one alone there. No bets. Mug, can yeah. you have a little confidence here on any side? Yeah, I think price is about right now. Um, obviously, there was some six and a half floating around on, on Sunday, uh, again, which we alerted the uh, subscribers to. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's right, Pope. Uh, obviously, like the earlier number, uh, I thought that was a bit disrespectful to Port, to be honest. I mean, Essendon, you know, they're, they're improving side, but it's different gravy here. Um, you know, like Port, as as per their ladder position, uh, top two in the caper, and um, and Essendon are nowhere near that really. Um, so, uh, yeah, Port Port was my lean. Like the six and a half, like the eight and a half. Um, could only be on Port if if you're coming in now. I I won't be coming in again. But um, but yeah, that's where I'd be. Uh, if you had to twist my arm, I'd be on Port. Yep, thanks, Mug. Uh, stats me in ten and a half. Lean either way. Yeah, similar. Like on my number, I'd be leaning Port, but I do, I do like see a bit of danger here. I just think Essendon at home, they can get the crowd behind them. Port have been up for so long. Like I, I could see him having a down week. Not saying I'd be betting that way, but um, as we know, you know what goes up must come down, and teams don't often win seventeen in a row. So at some point that loss comes, and they're probably getting there. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty in the middle here. No bet. Yeah, I think uh, all three leaving the outswinger there, just slept through the keeper. Statsman, I'll stick with you here. And MCG again, Sunday afternoon, the Hawks and the Blues. Blues are 18.5-point favourites, $1.33, $3.15 for the Hawks. It's an interesting game. Uh, Hawthorne, obviously, you know, bit poor on the weekend and Carlton had that good win before the bye. Um, so, yeah, like it could be, it could be the case that Carlton are back and Hawthorne are, are struggling with their young side as the season draws on. Um, but also, if you go back two weeks, you're probably backing Hawthorne at this at this price. So once again, I'll, I'll be staying out of this one. I could see it going either way. Mug, how you say it? There's two things that I've said, uh, Pope, when Sicily has gone out of our team. Um, on the podcast throughout the year. And I've said, what's he worth? How much is Sicily worth? I'm actually starting to think that Sicily, and it might be a big statement, could be the most influential player to his team in the competition from a betting point of view. I, I just think his yeah. impact is so profound uh, for what happens to that team. And if you look at what Carlton have, you know, Carlton have got some pretty good big boys, and, uh, and we already struggle down back. We're we already not a very good defensive team, and that's even when Sicily plays. So 
Um, look, I, my number, you know, just pure ratings numbers, my number was at 17 before teams. I think Hewitt uh, comes back in, might might move at a point, might not. Um, that's in the eye of the beholder. But I could only be, with a Sicily less Hawks, I could only be on the Blues here. What's the number worth for Sicily if you had to put a metric to it? I don't know. Um, you know, normally I would say, you know, our top top player in the competition would be a six. So he's he's at least that, but I think he's more. I think he's more Pope. Like even when I've plugged that six in, you know, previous when he's been out, like we've just got absolutely, you know, hammered. Um, so yeah, not sure, Pope. Don't know how to measure it. Stats man might um He'd want to be worth about 30 to be more influential than Sean Darcy, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, maybe, maybe Darcy is. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, he's, he's definitely one of the most influential uh, Pope. Yeah, it's an interesting little nugget there, Mug. Uh, Modler, generally you like the Hawks most weeks. Does that stack up this week? No, I'm actually going to leave this one alone. I've got uh, the Hawks 340 and... Carlton 140 the other way, so not close to having a play on either side here. So, yeah, definitely leaving this one for the keeper. Uh, new ball I'll give you here, though, Mother. Uh, Ella Springs, so for everyone, I'll get you to talk through probably the phenomenon that is Ella Springs and what it means in this game. Demons, uh, $1.32 and 19.5 point favourites. Mother, GWS, $3.25. Yeah, I don't really give either team any home ground advantage here, so uh, a neutral venue for uh, all intents and purposes. Uh, no huge changes. I think Hogan comes back in for the Giants, um, but I've got a big lean to them here. I've, I rate them 240 against the Ds at the moment, so into that 325, that's um, that's a big play for me at this, at this stage. Yeah, it is, it is a big play. Uh, Mug, one... Who do you like? And two, how will the conditions impact this game? I don't think the conditions will uh, will play a massive part, uh, Pope. Unless uh, I'm just looking it up, maybe uh, Statsman can uh, can pull up Alice Springs for Saturday. I know it looks like some heavy rain at the moment. Uh, Sunday, I think it is. Um, Sunday, is it? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday. Very very, very cold. Um, Eleven degrees. Oh. So yeah, that's weird. Yeah, chance of morning frosts, which suggests that it might be a bit slippery. Um, yeah, bit a bit of a watch, but I, I think that could only bring it uh, uh, closer to what the modelers talking about, and um, and that my lean is with the Giants. Before teams, uh, Pope, I'm at fourteen, uh, so wow. we opened up at some twenty-seven and a half. Um, now there's always whether Oliver was playing or not, um, so. Uh, we were never really sure about that, but um, Hogan potentially, Daniels potentially coming uh, coming back in. Um, I'm a bit like the model. I, I've got a big big lean here to to GWS. I've already taken some earlier money um, at the 25, 26, 27. Um, but uh, yeah, if you're twisting my arm again, I'd be uh, coming into the the GWS again. Stasman, I was beside myself when you all lined up on Freo. To have it happen twice in one night would be utopia for me. Can it happen here? Can you be on GWS? You might need a towel, Benny. Um, sorry, Pope. It's uh, utopia is struck. So <laughs> it's uh, 11 degrees and, and, yeah, showers and wet. What, what often happens in these games is uh, the, the if there's a class gap, you find it sort of it, it tightens and it becomes a lot more about effort. Um, and GWS's effort has been um, exemplary lately. So, 
Yeah, I think given the conditions, Clayton Oliver could be that influential player as well that we're talking about. Like the Ds haven't been as good without him. And um, yeah, I'm with the Giants here as well. And I think the interesting thing there, uh, Statsman, as well, for Melbourne's performances over the last sort of five weeks, they've struggled to score much more than 60, 65. So, you know, the big number takes you a fair way in the game, I think. So, you know, that's that's another reason to sort of have a bit of confidence in in the bigger line here as well. No, good while you're there, I'll try and create some energy into this one. We've got a standard half-century line for the West Coast. Um, maybe thought they might be even bigger after last week, but 50 and a half is the line. Saints are $1.04, West Coast $9.75 to finish around in Perth on Sunday. Maybe a question for the stats man straight off the bat. How far off top place do you have um, West Coast rated? Um, I've got them about 80, 80 points. I've got them 84. So, um, so, so Pope, um, you know, I think the number from a pure ratings point of view is, I think it's about right. I think I had it at 54. Um, and I, and what'd you say the number is? 50. 50. So I'm, I'm perhaps a little bit above it. So maybe Statsman's right, uh, with his, uh, with his, um, ratings, uh, there. Um, but, um, but look, the saints, they, I don't know. Are they the same as everyone else? They don't score as fluently, I think, as other teams. Um, I think they'll be just happy to go over there and, and get back in the winner's column. You could only be on the Saints, couldn't you? You know, like back and against the West Coast. I, I sort of, I'm a bit annoyed at myself. I haven't been on the West Coast minus train because uh, if you're on that, it's been the the simplest way to make money in the AFL uh, this year, probably just back in the, back and against the West Coast. But um I haven't been on that wavelength. Um, I don't think the other boys have been either. Maybe stats man at times, um, but uh, probably just a, another pass, one that I'll regret later, Pope. Yeah, you, you worry when this sort of trend happens that you might have missed the boat. So you, you don't want to get on late in the voyage sometimes, Mug. Mm. Uh, Mother, can you find anything here? Uh, nominally, I rate West Coast an $8 chance. Um, we've spoken about this before as to when you, you know, don't trust your own numbers. And I think here I'm just going to leave this one alone. Um, like I'm, I'm happy for West Coast to cover and prove me wrong that I should have been on them, but um, I'm not going to keep throwing money after them. So I'm, I'll just wait and see until they start rebounding, I guess. Statsman, can you trust your numbers to have a bet here? Yep. Uh, I'm continuing on with the, uh, with the anti-West Coast. I think... Yeah, I think the Saints, what, what it is for me is that their pressure has still been really good from what I've seen. Uh, I know when they lost to Richmond a couple of weeks ago, uh, it was, you know, it was a good game. And um, while the results might not have gone their way, you know, Sydney, they beat in Sydney as well. Like they, they're bringing that pressure and West Coast will not handle that pressure. Um, 50 sounds like a lot in, in normal terms. When you've got a team as bad as the Eagles, like you can put on those that 50 points in a quarter and, and most teams nearly do. So... Uh, I don't actually think it is that big a number. And like, what what's the worst case scenario? You know, like the Saints can't lose this game in, in my mind. Like the worst case is they probably win by five goals. So you're playing with fire trying to get that sort of small gap on the plus. I'm happy to be on the minus there. And and like, there'll be a good price for the 100 plus again uh, this week, which is probably worth having a, a dabble on too. Yeah, I feel like you have been on this narrative for a little bit. Uh, Stats me all over the upside of taking on the West Coast. Uh, fellas, as I said, touched on earlier, exciting. We've got some unison, some 
uh, lining up this week. So I'll add a little bit of an overview and then I'll leave the colour and nuance to you three individually. Frio, we line up on with a fair degree of confidence, I think. And also we do GWS. Um, Mug and Statsman like the Crows and Modler and Statsman have a lean towards the Swans. Modler, I'll go to you first to probably add a bit of detail that I might have skipped over there. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it for me. Uh, Gold Coast, I'm not sure if you mentioned that was my other lean, but um, yeah, otherwise uh, uh, with Unison with one or, or two of the other guys. Uh, Statsman? Yes, so yeah, Sydney, Adelaide, Frio, Giants and Saints for me. Was there a loop Brisbane lean there too or why you got that wrong? Uh, slight, slight lean, but I don't think I'm betting because I think Presti is not as valuable as he has been. Yep, lovely. And Mug, to finish it off. Uh, yeah, Adelaide, Frio, GWS and a lean to Carlton. And, um, and if you're absolutely twisting my arm, Port. Super. As I say, it's been a few weeks since we've lined up with such confidence. So looking forward to the weekend. Excellent. Uh, Pope, thank you for that, my friend, um, for steering the ship. Also to uh, Pope, at the end of the program, uh, I wanted to um, bring back our uh, bet of the week. Uh, so last year, the listeners might recall that um, that we did some bets for charity uh, last year. So one of Top Sports sort of major charity partners that um, uh, that they uh, they do some work with is the... Why is it just escaping me? The clothes uh, uh, company in Sydney. It'll uh, I'll come back to me um, in a moment. <laughs> but uh, but we're gonna uh, we're gonna raise some money again. We gave just over five hundred dollars away last year, Pope and Modlo, if you recall. And um and basically what it was was just selecting one of our bets from AFL and NRL each week to put up as a charity bet. I sponsored the segment and uh, I put up a hundred bucks each for AFL and NRL and uh, no, no, uh, pass it on clothing. Pope, it's just come to me just, uh, just like a bolt of lightning. Um, so we, we donated a bit over $500 to pass it on clothing and, um, and we'll do the same again this year. So hopefully we can get in the black, you know, and the listeners importantly, this is real money, you know, so I'm, this, I'm not talking about bonus bets and um, you know, like, <laughs> You watch a few different footy shows on the weekend and they talk about the bonus bet. And then I think they donate the bonus bet as well as the bet. And they sort of build up a bit of a false pool. Uh, we're talking about genuine winnings from punting here. And uh, yeah, that was a winner for us for the last 10 weeks of the season. We've got nine weeks of the regular and, uh, and then we'll go into uh, finals as well. So boys, pressure's on. Uh, we've got to uh, come up with some uh, some bets here for Pass It On Clothing uh, that we can uh, deliver for our sponsor. In talking about our sponsor, boys, topsport.com.au. They are our sponsor. They look after after us and we look after them. Um, boys, they've been in, in the caper for a bit over 30 years. And uh, I tell you what, if you want to bet with a bookie that you can – uh, like and trust that'll give you a fair go uh, when you get to the betting counter. No shenanigans, uh, just straight up betting. Uh, then Top Sport is the one to go to. I, I think they're one of the best, the fairest uh, in, in it. Um, so if you're looking for someone to bet with where you can bet with confidence and know that they will pay out correctly and know that they'll let you withdraw your money without any tomfoolery, um, go to topsport.com.au. All right, let's talk some rugby league. Uh, so, Pope uh, and boys, we're on the uh, 
We're on the downward now, aren't we? You know, round 18 in the NRL, nine games to go in the AFL. We've sort of got over that buy hump. We're on the downward uh, slope. Uh, Pope, get us going here. Thursday night football is back in the NRL as well. Sharks, very short, $1.10. St. George, $7.18 and a half. Pope, talk to us. Yeah, too short for me here at 18 and a half. Uh, this line has sort of been sitting in the 18 all week, and a lot of it was baked in, and you'd be across it, especially being a Thursday night game, the Ben Hunt fiasco that's taking place. Will he or won't he leave his contract early? So I thought when he was named, this would move back towards the Dragons in some way. I know when a player wants out, especially a marquee high-profile player, that that can destabilise a team and a club. But um, you can only... Judging what you see and quantified and 18 and a half to me for me. I can only get this about 14. They, they were poor against the Warriors last week, which we touched on that both um, Mother and I are on. But um, I think with Hunt in, he's seemingly staying for the season. There'll be a little bit more stability. Um, it's too much. Sharks, they're flat trackers, and this is a bit of a flat tracker game. But I don't think you can trust them to cover 18. Um, on a regular basis. This game was simulated. I, I don't know that they cover 18 and a half too often. So I'm happy to be on the Dragons at the big number here. Yeah, Modler, it is a big number, one of the bigger lines for the year. Um, can you come into it? No, I, I thought I might when I saw the prices come out originally. But um, yeah, even with Hunt named, I've got St. George just over 750. So um, yeah, going to be no play for me in this one. Unfortunately. Yeah, okay, interesting. All right, well, Pope is with uh, St. George. Next one, Friday night, and uh, it's the all-conquering Warriors. Uh, they've been going pretty good, and they're back at home, $1.74 at home, and uh, the Rabbitohs, who've uh, been stinking it up a little bit at different times, 210, one and a half. Pope seems a pretty good number for the Warriors here, but is it? Yeah, I do agree. I think uh, I can get this to three and a half. Myself, no Luttrell, Rabbitohs haven't been playing that well and Warriors have been. Um, and that's a genuine home ground advantage at Mount Smart this year. They've been they've been really good there. There's probably an element that um, it looks a bit weird, Rabbitohs outsiders, and I think that's keeping them pretty close to even money here. Marg and it's also, as I touched on earlier, the Warriors are up in lights now a little bit. This is probably a bit of a litmus test for them. Are they the real deal? This is the first time they've played a contender in a while, so see where they're at. All that in mind, I still think they're a bet at home. Um, really good game to watch. Six o'clock Friday mug. So before you tune over the AFL, tune in this one because I think it will be a humdinger. Also, to touch on 42 and a half, pretty big number when you sort of, I think it'll be a finals type game and atmosphere at Mount Smart on Friday evening. So I think 42 and a half, uh, play the unders here. I th- don't have the stat in front of me. I wish I had it looked at prior, but. Um, Mount Smart hasn't been a high-scoring venue this year, so I think under 42 and a half a bet. Okay, well, excellent, Pope. Thank you for those two. Modler? Yeah, I'm going to go a bit the other way here. Um, models liking the Rabbitohs here. Uh, uh, I've got this game where I'm picking. Um, so into that one and a half with a bit of juice at Toppy, $1.95. Uh, it's probably enough uh, for a half stake to me, I'd say. Um, yeah, into the Rabbitohs there. Okay. All right. So some disagreement uh, with the first two. Uh, We flick over to the second game on the Friday night and it's our storm hosting the Panthers. Boy, things have changed. Uh, Storm 
geez, they've had an up and down year, haven't they? But they find themselves in favorite, a dollar eighty, one and a half, and the Panthers two bucks, one and a half. Um, Modler, you first. Uh, what do we see here? Yeah, no play for me here. So the Panthers get back their origin players who were arrested mm. last week. Um, I've got Storm a dollar eighty three coming out of the model, so not quite. Uh, a lean for me into the dollar eighty at Toby at the moment. Um, yeah, just uh, have to sit back and enjoy this one. I think a lot of moving parts. Pope, I'm assuming Munster comes back as well. What can you find for us? Yeah, there is, and one of those moving parts is this is at Marvel uh, Mug as opposed oh. to Amy. We says, move uh, away from yeah. This is Amy Park on the on Topsport.com. Uh, I think I'll go to NRL, but um, we move away from couple of venues for the Women's Soccer World Cup coming right. up. Okay. And I'm pretty sure this is one. Um, I'll just confirm as we go there. But the um, I can make the – I've got this about pick, Storm site favourites. It, it looks a bit funky to me, Penrithini outsiders, and I'm happy to have, it, have them head-to-head here. But bear in mind that um, it, is at, it is at Marvel, um, confirming just on the NRL up right. that it is there. So the home ground advantage diluted um, – I touched on it last week. I'm not sure Penrith are as affected by Cleary's being out as maybe what the market thinks. Um, they are a system-based team and they don't concede many points. So I'm happy to back them head-to-head here in uh, a game well worth watching as well. Friday night, good enough football between the two NRL games, Mug. Yeah, and uh, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, Pope, but I was watching Melbourne Storm. We were obviously on the overs and the Melbourne Storm attack looked a bit disjointed at times. I'm not sure if that was because Munster was missing, but um, they, uh, they, they, they weren't playing with a lot of uh, fluency at times. Yeah, I agree. I was there and pretty early on, I was about six beers deep, so I wasn't the best analyst on the night mug, but um, I thought Manly could have been up 10, 12 nil early, which ties into your point. So they've been getting the result, but they haven't necessarily looked in, as impressive as what their, the score lines have indicated in the last three or four weeks. Um, and this is when you get found out against the two-time defending Premier who can see about 10 points a game. So a really interesting one, but I concur with what you're saying. I, I don't think the game as well as what scorelines have indicated. Yeah, okay. All right, thanks, Pope. So Pope is with the Melbourne uh, – sorry, the Penrith Panthers uh, in that one against our Storm. Uh, boys, um, one last game uh, that we'll talk through in order and then we'll uh, make a bit of a jump, but it's on the Saturday, the first upper – uh, Canberra Raiders a dollar sixty seven taking on the Titans two twenty the top sport Titans that is and the line uh, three and a half a bit either side uh, Modler you first yeah I liked the Titans last week against the Broncos I'm gonna carry on here I've got again another game I've got pretty much pick them so the Titans into that three and a half or the two twenty uh, at Toppy at the moment um, would be a play for me yeah I'm happy with a full stake on that one. Okay, thank you, Modler. And uh, just checking, Modler, do we get Big Tino back for this one? I think he is named today, yes. Yeah, yeah okay. Important player for the Titans. Pope, uh, can we line up? No, I'm pretty much on market. I'm, I'm staying away here. Um, unfortunately, Margaret's a pretty vanilla answer. And also, Titans, we talked about total points, angles in the past as well. But um, new coach, I think there might be a renewed defensive Focus there with the interim coming in. They only conceded 12 against Broncos in a game that was all set up to be a high-scoring affair. So I think there's been a bit of a shift in in terms of what their focus is and maybe a renewed um, enthusiasm or vigour from the players obviously playing for 
a new coach coming next year. So that's a stay away as well, at least for a few weeks to get a little bit of better read on the Titans playing style. Now they've um, got Jimmy Lenahan taking the hot seat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks, Pope. Uh, good insight there. And um, and one that Toppy uh, hasn't got up at the moment, and I'm assuming that's because of the Reese Walsh um, stuff that's going on at the moment, but Broncos are playing the Dolphins in the all Queensland affair. And, uh, Broncos pretty short here off a poor performance last week. Dollar twenty-five uh, to the Dolphins, four dollars, and we've got it set at twelve and a half. Um, Pope, which Brisbane t- or which Queensland team do you like better? All the Dolphins to lead us off with the headline there, Mug, but um, they have been poor. Like I th- they've sort of regressed to where. I think everyone thought they might be at the start of the year and it feels like the season's getting a bit long for them and they're struggling to keep up. However, having said that, Broncos have a few out here. In origin period, can be tricky when you've got five or six players in and out of training and in, in and out of the setup. Um, the team doesn't look as impressive with the two or three missing. So even with Walsh in, I could make Dolphins a bet. So there's only upside for those bookies that are up at 12 and a half. Um, if he comes out, that moves to eight and a half probably. So definitely upside at 12 and a half on the Dolphins for me, which another one at the Gabba, this is two mugs. So yep. another one that's been moved. So don't be fooled by seeing Broncos first on the um, in how the game's listed. Yep. Okay. Well, that's a good insight there as well, uh, Pope. And Modlo, can we line up on that one? Yeah, we can. Uh, I've got Walsh in at the moment. I think the panel's deliber- deliberating as we speak. Um, so hopefully the podcast gets out early enough. Uh, before that decision's made, but yeah, I've got um, I've got the Dolphins at three twenty, so into that four dollars. I've just checked that there's a few other ones that are close closer to four fifty, so uh, big edge for me. Um, and yeah, as I've mentioned, on the upside, Walsh does get rubbed out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Excellent, boys. Well, I think we finally got there in the end uh, with a lineup. So let's uh, talk to our our best bets for pass it on clothing. So. $100, boys, uh, how are we going to play in the NRL? Would it be fair to say the Dolphins or or the one of you have a strong enough lean on another game that you're prepared to stake your reputation and uh, and overrule? If uh, Do we want to talk to a price that's not toppy for the charity bets? Can, um, can do, mate. I'll be, uh, I'll be shopping around for the best price on, on this one. So um, we'll be doing that. Let's go, if uh, you can curve model, let's go Dolphins plus 12 and a half, I think. Yep, yep. That was, that was my play. Dolphins plus, and we ought the whole 100 on the 12 and a half? I'd be happy to. The only other play here we've got here, Mother, is probably uh, you on the Titans. So I'll leave it with you to determine if you want to have a little bit on that. Uh, probably, yeah, the, the Dolphins are my, my biggest edge for the, for the week. So definitely happy to have it all on them. All right, let's uh, let's go there, and then boys, back in the AFL. If we just uh, go back there for a second, uh, where do we want to play our hundred on, on the AFL? Do we feel um, that Frio or uh, GWS is the better one there? I, I would say um, GWS plus Frio head to head. If if going to split it, um, that would be probably my my lean. Uh, so what you, you're talking about a multi? Um, oh no, I was thinking split stake. Oh right, okay. So uh, okay, fifty bucks one way, fifty bucks the other. Okay, um, so fifty bucks head to head on Freo. Okay, um, maybe maybe yeah, uh, I'm, I'm happy, happy 
<laughs> I'll just think maybe we need to build a bit of a base uh, before we, uh, we 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 start uh, getting a bit uh, footloose. <laughs> um, Modler, uh, I was going to split. Yeah, I was, I was going to suggest splitting those two games. I'm, I'm okay. uh, how we played, whether it's head to head or the line. I'm uh, kind of ambivalent too. But to your point, yeah, I guess the line would be the safe to play. Especially the early doors. Yeah. Or uh, or should we or should, or should we just go for it? Uh, we just let it swing. Let's let's go. Let, let's go for it. All duck or no dinner. All right. Let's go. So fifty bucks Frio head to head, and uh, and we'll go fifty bucks at the line uh, for GWS. How, how about that, boys? Perfect. Okay. All right. We're, we're all said. We're all done. We're all happy there. Okay. So, boys, that's uh, NRL and uh, AFL uh, chat just about done. One thing, hey, Pope, I know we we talk about the uh, fixture in that a fair bit. I reckon this week's fixture for the AFL is almost perfect. I'd just like to see that Friday night got, uh, night game come down a little bit. And what they could do is uh, is just move that 3.20 game or the 4.40 game to a 7.20 or 7.30 on the Sunday, and we'd have the perfect set. That is the... I reckon the two 145 games on the Saturday um, is the way to go as opposed to the Saturday o- uh, night overlapper. Uh, but that's uh, that's just a personal. I thought I'd throw that in there anyway. Yeah, uh, we know you've started to influence a few areas at AFL House in recent times, Mug, so I wouldn't be surprised to see this change coming in 2024. Hey, you you watch out. I'll influence the referendum in a minute too. Um, and uh, and uh, stats man, let's get over and talk some cricket. Big game two coming up. Lords Green Top. Uh, plenty of chat from the Englishman, but uh, the thing we care about the most is the betting and uh, and where we can put down some hard earned. What are you seeing in the uh, pre off before this big clash? Yeah, a uh, few things. So one uh, mug, you've you've been pretty sharp. Looks like the draw is on the drift, um, which you spoke to pre pre production meeting, but um. Yeah, so I guess to give an overview of the game, we've got a little bit of weather around, I think, day two or three, but it's gotten better, that forecast. And I would say that the good thing about early weather, um, whereas in the last test, the rain was, you know, day four, day five, and even though England are aggressive, Ben Stokes isn't going to declare and assume that a whole day is going to get washed out. It's too risky. So getting that weather early allows the game to get tapered for the new length. Um, And I think we know that England and Stokes pride themselves on not, playing draws so they can now make that aggressive declaration and you don't have to worry about it raining and and that sort of getting in the way so with that in mind the draw at six dollars twenty now you sort of need a decent bankroll to to lay something at six dollars you're essentially backing something at a dollar fifteen um if you're gonna play in the test cricket space i would recommend having that bankroll and understanding that if you're going to trade a position um, and I have to talk my partner into this a few times when she sees some of the liabilities we have, but those aren't necessarily liabilities that you're going to hold all the way to the end. So if I was to lay this draw at $6, which I have, if it gets into $3 at that point, I might have a stop loss and get out for half of my liability. So you can build up a liability that's not equivalent to how much money you're willing to lose. So that's just one thing to consider um, but that's, yeah, we can, we can probably move on from that one. I would say if you have the bankroll and you're happy to do it, I would look at laying the draw. Um, I think early what we see at Lords is day one session one is usually quite tricky to bat on can flatten out, um, is something to, to be aware of, but yeah, can be, can be very tricky early. So we've seen it's a green top. So, um, that price is probably going to get out in that first session, I would think. And, uh, there might be an opportunity to just take some free profit. 
moving on to actual bets um, or any, any uh, I don't know, questions. I know Pope's an avid cricket punter as well or cricket fan. Any disagreements, comments or uh, suggestions around the, the match situation there, Pope? No, Stetsman, I am a cricket fan, but I'm an even bigger fan of when you start talking cricket and I'm just here, just a spectator to this masterpiece that you're painting. I wish you hadn't said that because it's going to be seven from seven is going to be a thing of the past after um, one session tomorrow. But what, what I'm looking at based on what I've just chatted to, uh, and I think there's some good prices here at Top Sport. I'm backing Warner and Kawaja unders in the first innings run. So Kawaja's line's $29.94 and Warner $24.5 at $1.95. Warner made runs in the some runs in the first test um, on an absolute road. It was more like playing in Australia than England. Lords isn't going to be like that. He does not. I just don't see it with him in English conditions with the ball hooping around and short broad bowling to him. I just think, yeah, that that let's not get sucked in by how he went in the first test. I am still more focused on uh, him, the cricketer. He's never been good in England. And I think get, getting a, a juice dollar 95 for his unders is a good price. And Kawaja, great form, made some great runs. But again, I don't know if his technique holds up super well to an early swinging ball. Um, 29 and a half is a pretty decent head start in potentially pretty tricky conditions. Uh, and I just think he, he looks susceptible early. Once he gets in, he's good, but I reckon there's a chance he gets out early. So I'm backing his unders. Uh, they're both at top sport. And then uh, at tab, there's a, there's a few others that I like. Uh, so Josh Hazelwood for the top wicket taker first innings, he's $4.50. Uh, and if you sort of look at it, there's basically four bowlers who can win that. We will have Cameron Green bowl some overs, but he's not going to win it. So if it was an even field, you'd be getting $4 with no margin for each runner. I think Nathan Lyon's probably less likely than the Quicks uh, on a Lord's first innings. Um, so then you've got potentially Stark, I think, comes in for Boland and Cummins. Between those three, it's pretty hard to split. But when the ball's moving around, Hazelwood's is that dangerous as anyone so I just think yeah I'd probably have him more around that 350 or 375 so 450 is a bet for me there uh, and then lastly I've got some high bats so top team run scorer first innings Moeen Ali at $17 Johnny Bairstow at $9 again it's just due to those early conditions being tricky and the way England play and those guys play they can score quickly so even though they're down the order they can quickly catch up on the runs even if the tail's wagging or sorry not wagging uh, and then lastly, Steve Smith, 385. I just think that's a good price for Steve Smith. Um, he didn't go too well in the first test. I think he'll be back in, yeah, you know, the the last series, he's probably going off at 275 in, in these games. So happy to have a punt at the 385, hoping he's back. Yeah, excellent stats, man. Absolutely love it, mate. And uh, something just a bit extra for uh, the listeners. Um, Modler, yeah, have any uh, questions about any of that? No, no, no questions. Just uh, happy to have a few, a uh, few bets to cheer along while we, uh, while we watch the next few nights. Yeah, Pope. No questions. Makes a lot of sense uh, to me. The analysis, the one thing there, the um, and I'm reluctant to um, pump up Statsman's tyres mug, but his analysis is consistent. All the bets relate to the conditions. Our lords, and he was consistent throughout the bets there. So I think as a listener, that's all you can probably ask for, that the uh, rhyme and reason behind why we're doing things, and that was certainly outlined well by Statsman. Yeah, excellent. Uh, excellent, mate. That was uh, that was really good. 
anything else, uh, Statsman, uh, that's uh, sort of you thought, oh, gee, should I tell the listeners this one or shouldn't I? Um, I've got uh, a outright, actually, from for the AFL, which I forgot about. Um, I mentioned last week, Port Minor Premiership's a bit of a watch. Collingwood got that last gasp win, which would have really helped um, Port Minor Prem, but I still, they've drifted on the back of that, um, which probably makes sense. But I think, yeah, they're about 290 I've seen around for Port Minor Prem. Okay. I think I make that a bet. So, uh, yeah, I, I'd be getting on that. Port play Collingwood in Adelaide, and that's going to be pretty pivotal. Um, even this week, like Port are shorter than Collingwood are. So, you know, there's a potential swing there if, if, um, if it goes that way. So I just think, yeah, the market's probably lagging a little bit behind the game pricing in terms of the outright pricing. So the, yeah, Port Minor Prem, I think mathematically is is a bet. If you don't think so, then you should probably be backing uh, Collingwood or backing against Port Adelaide this week. Yeah, and um, and I, I think that makes complete sense, Statman, Statsman. And I'll be, um, I'll be still laying the pies here too. You know, like I just think the pies are still way too short. Like, what happens if they lose that game on the weekend? You know, that number jumps out to I don't know four fifty at least, maybe uh, you know four four sixty around that number. Port probably come into favoritism for the flag and. You know that's it's going to happen sooner or later. It could even happen this week uh, that that Gold Coast uh, lose. So, uh, sorry, Gold Coast win and, and the Pies lose, and that number jumps. I, I think the Pies have at least got a couple of losses in them before the end of the year, and um, there's going to be better times to bet with the Pies to bet the Pies than where they're at at the moment. So, uh, happy to keep going there until it hurts. Stats sport fans, yeah, uh, sport fans generally they they. Uh... They like they love a narrative, and I think the narrative, obviously, for the Pies is they win these close games. But you got to realise that you know there's 22 players that play for Collingwood, and each game it's been probably a different player that stepped up and done the job. That's a great thing, you know, that they've got the depth. But at the same time, on a different day, someone can miss that shot, someone can miss that kick, someone can drop that mark, and to to put it down, oh, it's Collingwood's DNA, and they're, they're that team, and they always get those moments done. There's 22 people there, and they don't all have the same blood flowing through their veins. So we've got to we've got to accept that there is a fair bit of luck and variance going their way at the moment. Um, it sounds silly, especially when it keeps going that way, and people. You, it sounds like you keep getting proven wrong, but it, yeah, it doesn't take much for you know Dawson gets that free kick, for example. Um, there's so many little things like that. So yeah, I, I basically am agreeing with you that they're probably too short based on getting results in games that they're not necessarily dominating. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, boys. Well, I think that's comprehensive uh, tonight. We've gone through AFL. We've gone through, well, the full decks too, boys. Uh, full deck of NRL. Uh, we've spoken to some ashes there, which has been great. We've got the best bets back on track and uh, given some money to pass it on clothing. Uh, Statsman, I think you've uh, been the shining light tonight. So with your ashes preview, that being the case, can you sign us off? Importantly, gamble to win.